Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It's your host, Larry Bassnett. Welcome to the first segment of Liberty Tuesday. Now, Liberty Tuesday is something I created um, to bring awareness to the social issues that our nation is facing and my take on them and what we can do to mediate these issues, you know what I mean? To relieve uh, every American of the burden of social issues such as racism and... Um, you know, this Antifa versus the right movement and things of that nature and what it really means to be a patriot and how us as Americans can really reshape um, the image of this nation and change the course we're headed on. So this is the first segment. Uh, Tuesday is going to be Liberty Tuesday. Wednesdays are going to be Wisdom Wednesday. Thursday is going to be Thoughtful Thursday. Yeah, really creative, right? And then Friday is going to be Friedrich Fridays out of Friedrich Nietzsche. And then Mondays, my favorite, Motivation Mondays. All right, that's the most important thing. Mondays are the hardest day of the week, so why not get some motivation pumping through you, right? Instead of those cheesy little montages people came up with, it's going to be a quick little minute uh, uh, segments. It'll be posted in the morning at before 7.30. Um, so, yeah, let's get into it. Liberty Tuesday. So... If you haven't read my article um, where, where it was Patriots versus, or, or uh, Patriots or Fanatics, um, excuse me, I, I, was, I was talking about in the article uh, double standards and hypocrisy when it came to the flag. Um, and that little example I put in there that I witnessed flag man where, you know what, instead of me just doing a big synopsis on it and dragging this out too long, go ahead and read it. It takes like a five minute read, all right, and it has some cool video in it too and some pictures I took. So anyways, so that's a perfect example of um, like a microcosm of the mass uh, hypocrisy that's happening in this nation. Um, a lot of double standards and things like that. For instance, let's talk about these, um, any type of demonstration that's been going on lately. Um, you, you, uh, it, I find it funny. I'll put it like this. The Black Lives Matter movement in the beginning was not violent, right? The Black Lives Matter movement has been going on for years now, caused by um, a lot of social issues inc uh, to include the likes of racism, um, police violence, um, the innocent killing of African American males and females, um, uh, you know, uh, for example, Breonna Taylor, George Floyd, um, just to name a few, uh, although George Floyd wasn't even shot, he was choked to death by a police officer, and that's a fact. So, you know, the Black Lives Matter movement evolves around, one, bringing awareness to these issues, and two, demonstrating for, for change, you know, uh, which is every right that an American um, has to demonstrate if you feel like something is wrong with this nation. Um, I digress, though. Black, the Black Lives Matter movement was not violent at first. It got violent when, when this anti-fascist movement, Antifa, got involved with the Black Lives Matter movement. They infiltrated it, right? And you know who most of these Antifa members are? They're white apologists who feel bad for shit that their family didn't even do that happened hundreds of years ago. I mean, give me a break. Me being Polish, all right? I'm a Polish-American. My great-grandfather on my mother's side, uh, she's from Poland, was sent to Auschwitz, for instance, right? The Germans, uh, uh, not the, even the Germans, the Nazis, um, the Gestapo to be exact, sent him to Auschwitz for many years, and he survived, right? You don't see me going around asking every German person, 
oh, you better apologize for what you did to my great-grandparents and what you did to my Polish people. No, that shit, water under the bridge. Not really, because it didn't happen that long ago. It was like 75 years ago. But my point being is you have these white apologists who infiltrate these Black Lives Matter um, demonstrations, and they incite violence. I mean, there's a video of it. You, you, you see these... These white males who go into these Black Lives Matter demonstrations, throw bricks through windows, start fires, incite violence, and they're the ones who uh, invoke the looting. Um, a lot of these demonstrations are herd mentality also. So when one person starts looting, the rest are going to start looting because they just need that little push. It's basic psychology. It's, it's all about controversy, right? Uh, influence and peer pressure. Um, when, so when somebody starts doing an action, other people will follow because their mentality is, hey, if they're doing it, I might as well too, right? So these white apologists uh, poison the doctrine of the Black Lives Matter movement and they take away the entire message of it. So now the media, which is America's worst enemy, and that goes for Fox News and CNN and any damn left or right media. My God, it's like 1984 in here. Um, they start painting this picture that, oh, Antifa is terrible, and there are a bunch of rioters, and I, I'm sorry, not Antifa, I take that back. Black Lives Matter movement is violent and things of that nature. No, 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 no. So you've got it all wrong. You're doing the same shit that CNN is doing. You're cherry-picking uh, uh, minor uh, incidents, and you're blowing them up. You're putting them on the big screen, the big picture, when you should actually be looking at the demonstrations that were 100% peaceful, that actually meant something where no violence occurred, but instead you're focusing on isolated incidents where people who claim to be Antifa and claim to be abolitionists, which they don't even want us to know what that is, um, and they go to these Black Lives Matter movements and these demonstrations, and they just, they, they completely, it, it's, it's almost like, how racist can you be when you as a white apologist go to a Black Lives Matter demonstration and tell black people and the Black Lives Matter demonstrations how to demonstrate. That's legitimately what I witnessed and that's what we're witnessing right now. America has gone so racist that you have these white apologists and these white members who go to these Black Lives Matter demonstrations and they tell them how to demonstrate. They tell them how to fight for justice. I mean, how double standard can I get? How racist can I get when you're fighting for racism but you're invoking racism on the people you're fighting for that face racism every day? Now, that's a tongue twister, right? That just made my brain hurt. That is the most ironic and hypocritical situation we're facing right now with the social uh, uh, justice movement. Um, <clears throat> now, at the Million MAGA March, I, to be honest, heading into it, I really was not expecting what I saw. Okay, I fell victim to the media and I fell victim to this image that all Trump supporters are white, all Trump supporters are from the Hicks, or they're conservatives, or yada, yada, yada. That's not what I witnessed. And honestly, uh, my mind was blown. My mind was blown. You had to see it for yourself. There were uh, Trump supporters um, of all colors and creeds. And um, it, was, it was very powerful because it made me realize that it doesn't, and, and, and again, it proves my point as well that color does not matter. Category demographic does not matter when it, you are, when it comes to what people support, right? Um, with that being said, you know, uh, a lot of them were patriots as well. Like a lot of them, I, I, I saw a lot of the, the participants at the Million Maga March not even wearing, uh, you know, Trump merchandise. Which I thought interesting as well. Now the only thing I did have a problem with was the Proud Boys were there. 
I don't care. I asked a couple of the Proud Boys, why do you guys get such a bad rep? Yada, yada, yada. All I heard was excuses. Woe was me. I'm white. And blah, 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 blah. That's literally all I heard. And if you don't know already, the leader of the Proud Boys is legitimately trying to um, transform the Proud Boy movement into a white supremacist movement. It's a fact. Look, I'm white. And coming from me, any large group of white dudes who have uh, a freaking nine line freaking t-shirts or freedom t-shirts with skulls on it i would not trust that crowd with my life all right because you already know they're cracked out on something either pre-workout or they're just yeah anyways i digress a lot of patriots were at this uh event and it was it was really nice to see a lot of people who were calm uh welcoming and then the instigators showed up right the first instigation was, um, although I, I dive deeper into it in my um, f uh, Patriots or Fanatics article, is the flagman. And anybody in the right mind when they go to a demonstration of that includes a demographic of people who do not believe in your ideology, and second of all, you're outnumbered, and third of all, you're just, no matter what, you're not going to be able to get your point across. And the way he did it, you know, he dragged his flag on the ground, and this dude started, you know, I don't blame him pulling out this pepper spray because this dude was attacked. But what what do you expect when you provoke a bunch of, of, of Americans, conservative Americans, who call themselves patriots, and a lot of them were, a lot of them were veterans, a lot of them served their nation, and you drag the flag that he defended and had brothers die and brothers and sisters die for and that flag was draped over their caskets. You're of course going to get pummeled. And this guy, honestly, I was shocked how nice he was treated too. And then the other uh, situation was some um, young black males showed up and they started yelling obscenities like fuck Trump and Trump can you know, suck my you know what and things of that nature. Um, I mean, they had balls. I'm telling you now, these guys had balls because they went up to the Trump uh, uh, participants of the Million Maga March and said that shit. Both sides got violent. But unfortunately, the double standard is, is I mean, these guys did a lot less uh, controversial act than the flagman. All they said were words. And for these people to get so riled up over these guys saying a couple of words shows how sensitive a lot of these so-called patriots really are, though. Which uh, kind of find hilarious because the image of veterans is oh these guys are tough and they serve and they saw combat and stuff like that but they're getting so riled up over a couple of words and it's like dude give me a break and even on top of that you start criticizing these young uh, men for uh, using of CDDs against the current president and then you act like it's the end of the world but tell me this did you not uh, this is a question to everyone who 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 basically agrees with the Trump participants attacking and um, not attacking but I guess you could say so but non-violently these young black males tell me if this makes sense a person signs up and uh, enlists into the military let's say the army for instance they go to war they fight for the American flag they fight for democracy and the constitution they get out they come to a million MAGA march or any demonstration that's pro-conservative and Republican and patriot and then they start criticizing and cherry-picking who gets to use their dem their their constitutional right for free speech what where what how does that make any sense it doesn't and that's another issue this country is facing if you heard my um, 
I, I don't know if I mentioned it or not, but I basically coined the term picturesque democracy. And picturesque democracy is, is where if you don't fit a certain demographic, which demographic shouldn't play when it comes to democracy in general, if you don't fit XYZ, you're not a Democrat, or I'm sorry, you're, you're not a patriot, and you don't practice democracy, you're either a commie freeloader, or on the ladder from the left, you're a capitalist pig. You see what I mean? Just because someone doesn't agree with your belief system and your ideologies doesn't immediately make them the enemy. The enemy are the people who want to see the downfall of this, this great republic, who want to see democracy fail, capitalism crumble, and every single person in this nation just completely be in a state of turmoil. I mean, that is the enemy. That is enemy number one. It's the, it's the uh, anarchists and the Antifa members who go out in the streets and they spew words of hatred towards the same democratic uh, 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 establishment, constitutional establishment that they live under. And they want to see it collapse, but they don't realize if you go to, to China, you go to Russia, even Nigeria right now, if you tried that shit, you would get beaten down by the Cossacks, you'd disappear in China, and in Nigeria, you'd be shot on the streets. People don't understand the freedoms, and unfortunately, Americans don't understand the freedoms nowadays that we have in America. It could be ten times worse in any other nation if the protests that have happened, like in Minneapolis, if that happened in Russia, I'm telling you right now, there would be a lot, there would be dead people in the streets, there would be people that disappeared, and they will, these demonstrators, not even demonstrators, these, these anarchists wouldn't even get the chance to Molotov cocktail a police station, all right? They would get shot on sight in any other country that doesn't practice the same democracy that America does. I'm telling you that right now. That's a fact. So that shows how effed up things are in this nation, that people, pe uh, people have gotten comfortable with the state of democracy that we are in right now. And that's the problem as well. And this is a very controversial opinion of mine, but I don't mean this in any wrong way, okay? I want to start off by saying, yes, I agree that every single uh, American deserves the right for free speech and deserves the right to vote. However, why are we letting people vote who don't understand the basic premise of democracy, the basic premise of our Constitution, who didn't pay attention in the history of government class, who don't understand the history of this nation. You see where I'm going with this? It's kind of like, um, fun fact, Starship Troopers. The book for Starship Troopers was probably the most boring book in the world. The only reason the movie was a success was because they threw a bunch of stuff in it that wasn't even in the book. But one of my greatest takeaways from Starship Troopers was a notion that in order to be a citizen, you have to serve your country in some way, shape, and form. And I agree 100%. You have to be willing to sacrifice everything. Not, and I don't mean that physically, but I mean time, emotion, and uh, even a slice of happiness for your nation. Because once you do so, then you have the right to decide what happens in this nation. Then you get the right to vote because you, you, you earn that right. And like I said, that's a very that, that's almost borderline fascism, which I don't agree with at all. All I'm saying is, this past election, a lot of people didn't vote for facts. They voted emotionally, and that's a fact. I saw it. I saw it at the Biden celebration a couple of weeks ago in uh, front of the White House. A lot of people were saying they don't give two Fs that Biden was elected. All they cared for was Donald Trump was not reelected as president. 
because they didn't like him as a person. Donald Trump has had great economic policies. He has had great policies that has helped a lot of people. It has helped me um, and it has helped a lot of people that I know. The only reason they don't like Donald Trump is because, one, the media, and they fall victim to the media. Two, yes, I agree. Well, some things are better left unsaid, if you know what I mean. Some tweets are better left untweeted. And thirdly, he's he, I hate to say it, folks, but he's a rich white man. That's it. He, um, he was a player of capitalism. Now, a lot of his businesses failed, and that's a fact. But my point being is a lot of identity politics is at play, and that's what happened in this election. A lot of identity politics decides who gets elected nowadays and what policies get passed, right? So it's, it's a serious issue when a nation's people start to decide uh, what path a nation will follow, not based off of facts and evidence, um, but instead of feeling how it makes them. Uh, 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 feel how people are identified. How um, what basically what team is winning? What team are you on? Are you on the Vikings or the Patriots or the Broncos? You see where I'm heading here. Everything's team based as well. It's one person against the other. It's my side versus yours, and that's a that's a massive issue. It wasn't like that during World War Two. It wasn't like that during the Korean War. Until we got into the Vietnam War, which I do agree, a lot of controversy surrounding that. But unfortunately, a lot of the same protesters during the Vietnam War who spit on the returning soldiers from Vietnam, soldiers that had no legs that got blown off, soldiers with PTSD, soldiers who had friends die in their arms, got spit on by these same protesters who are now teaching our youth and they're teaching as professors at some of the greatest universities that we have. And I don't know about you folks, but I don't want my kids being taught underneath a, uh, a hippie. And I got nothing wrong with hippies, but I'm talking an anti-democracy, anti-America hippies who hate this nation, who want to see this nation fail, who want to see this nation take upon a socialist, communist uh, uh, doctrine and have that nation, have this nation ran like that. So that's a big issue in this nation, folks, is... Identity politics, hypocrisy, and double standards, right? And that goes for both sides. Um, another issue I want to cover tonight, and this will be my last issue because I don't want this podcast to run too long because um, I know you guys got a lot of things to do. But anyways, this whole handling of the coronavirus. Um, I don't blame Donald Trump for the coronavirus and how out of control it's gotten. I don't. Because Donald Trump is an individual and you are as well. You're no longer a child. You can do what you want, and your actions have consequences. Just because one person doesn't do something doesn't mean you shouldn't as well. Just because one person doesn't wear a mask doesn't mean you shouldn't as well. It's, it's like that whole homage. It's like if your friend jumped off a cliff, would you as well? I hope to God you say no, because even if it was your best, best, best friend, you better not jump off that cliff, because I'm telling you now, your friend didn't think about you when they did. So a lot of this uh, um, pushback against the president because of his handling of the coronavirus. Now, I granted some things I've read uh, and, and have heard from senators like 
oh, he hasn't been to a coronavirus task force meeting in months and things like that. Okay, that's one thing. But once again, day one, CDC, wear a mask, social distance, don't go out, uh, isolate yourself. We all shut down for months. And what are Americans doing? Going out. I saw it myself Saturday. I saw it myself. A lot of the conservatives not wearing a mask because it's apparently against their constitutional right to be forced to wear a mask. How effing stupid is that? Oh, it's against my constitution. Name one amendment in the constitution that says you don't have to be forced to wear a mask. Name one amendment that even talks about pandemics. Go, go ahead, please. It is the dumbest thing ever. It's not even... I, I have asthma. All right, I've got pretty bad asthma. When I wear a mask, nothing happens to me. I don't feel any worse. The only difference is I got a little cloth covering over my face, which honestly, between you and me, is fine with me because I can pretend to smile. And most importantly, I'm not going to get a fucking deadly SARS COVID d disease that'll end me and has ended a lot of Americans. And a lot of Americans might not have died from this virus if some of those selfish Americans would have just looked them, themselves in the mirror and said, you know what, I don't want to wear this mask, but I'm not going to wear it for myself. I'm going to wear it for old Grandma Je uh, 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 Jeanette or Grandpa James or whatever the hell your grandpas and grandmas' names are. I'm going to wear it for them. But no, you've got close to 300,000 dead Americans, a lot of them with underlying conditions, but a lot of people just justify their actions like, well, they had underlying uh, conditions. It was coming to them anyways. Or um, this virus isn't, this, it, it's, it's not that deadly, it's the flu. I'm like, dude, give me a freaking break. Even one person dead from the COVID uh, uh, pandemic is too much. When did we start negating our fellow Americans' lives and start uh, uh, focusing on, are they a Republican? Are they a Democrat? Are they a Christian? Are they a Muslim? Is their favorite color red? Do they like McDonald's or Burger King? What state are they from? Whose favorite football team they are? And you know what that's all a byproduct of, people? I hate to say it because I support it. Capitalism. My mother said when she first got to this country, she told me her first thought was there's too much of everything. Too many brands of water. Too many brands of candle, too many brands of PCs, too many brands of toothpaste, hairspray, uh, deodorant, body wash, hair wash, fucking nail polish. That is capitalism. It gives people too much that they don't know what to do with it, and people create too much. And that, that goes with uh, everything that doesn't have to do with the materialistic means. It gives too many people a choice. And now, again, if I had the choice, uh, no pun intended, uh, yes, I would choose for too much, obviously, because I don't want to be restricted to three frickin' types of, of toothpaste. This isn't Soviet Russia, where it's either potatoes or bread, or it's gulag or work in the farms. You know what I mean? It's like, th th this is America. You know what I mean? That's how our economy runs. But all I'm saying is, it has given, it has created this idea in a lot of Americans that has developed into, um... I, I really don't know what to call it, but I'll explain it. Everything's categorized. Everything. And that's why a lot of hate happens nowadays. That's why a lot of racism, that's why racism continues to exist, because we give those hateful ideologies and hate in general the excuse to... You, you destroy one stigma, ten more are created because of categories. And I'm talking 
Nike. I, 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 okay, I'll, I'll give you an example. I was, I went to the gym. Okay, why did I go to the gym to get healthy? What did the guy tell me when I went to the gym? You're wearing Adidas shorts and a Nike shirt. That doesn't make any sense. You're mismatched. You should change that. What are you too broke to be able to afford both? I, I was like, dude, who gives a shit what I am wearing? I'm here to better myself. And that is another issue as well that, that, that is developed out of this categorized uh, hate and this category um, judgment is, um, oh lord, I lost my thought. I don't remember. But anyways, my point being is this, people. Don't judge someone based off of what they wear, what they look like, what their favorite color is. Don't judge someone off of things that aren't even a part of ethics or morality or social issues. Who gives a shit what someone's wearing? Who cares what favorite color they are? Who cares how they eat their food? No one cares. That's the beauty of culture. If everything was uniform, believe me, I'd be the first person to be jumping off a cliff because I don't want to be the same as anybody else, and I know you don't as well. So what happened, what was the turning point where that is a bad thing? Where that is a bad thing in America, where if you aren't uniform, if you don't believe in the same beliefs I do, and you don't carry the same clothes, don't wear the same shoes, etc., 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 you're wrong. You're bad. You're not American. Think about that. Think about that the next time you look at somebody else. Instinctually. Instinctu- uh, instinctively? Instinctively. Yeah, that's a word. Sorry. You will judge them. It's in human nature by what their appearance is. But my point being is this. is Catch yourself doing that. Catch yourself doing that. Stop for a second. Analyze the situation. And tell yourself this. I'm judging them for X, Y, and Z, but I don't know their character. I don't know their, their traits. I don't know who they are as a human being. They could be Jesus, Jesus Christ reincarnate, but I'm judging Jesus Christ reincarnate based off of the clothes that he wears and not the actions he commits. Think about that. This has been a wonderful first segment of Liberty Tuesday. Let me know what you think in the comments. Don't forget to subscribe, share. Let me know if you hate it. Let me know if you love it. I don't know because I don't get any feedback. It's up to you guys. I make this content for you, for myself, for Billy Bob, for Iceland. I don't know who. For the Martians listening in right now. Look, if you like the content, let me know. If I can change anything, if the audio is bad, if there's too much background noise, let me know in the comments below. And don't forget to subscribe. Thank you and good night.